You are listening to the LDS Divorce Coach Podcast, episode number 97, an interview with my daughter. Welcome to the LDS Divorce Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Sanchez. I have five kids and I love sports and the piano, and I'm also a certified life coach and divorce coach. Here I talk about living your best life, whether you're divorced, married, or single, it doesn't matter. Achievement is nothing without fulfillment. So let's go. Hey, everybody. Emily Sanchez here with a special guest, Izzy. Hello. (laughs) This is my daughter. I thought, how beneficial would it be to just bring her on? She is the one that goes between the houses. (laughs) She's the one that has four parents. She's the one that sometimes has to deal with all of that, right? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> <laughs> and so as we were kind of going through the questions, you will see that she is a woman of few words. So we'll see <laughs> if we can get more words out of her. Okay, so random question firing for Izzy today. Okay, number one, what was the most difficult thing to adjust to after your dad and stepmom, Taryn, moved to Gilbert. So they were in Hawaii for a while, and Izzy would go visit them just like once or twice a year for a week or two. She was really small, like four and five years old, right? Yeah. And then how old were you when they moved to Gilbert? Um, I think I was like seven. That's right. That's right. And what Izzy doesn't totally remember is that was a transition for all of us. And can you tell our listeners what you do remember? Um, I just remember getting stomach aches every night, but that's about it. <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> so, yeah, these stomach aches happened like the moment that your dad and Taryn moved here. And I know that it made them very sad because they were really wanting you to love that they were here, you know, finally, that they they even moved a mile away from us, which was pretty awesome to do, to try to have that cohesive partnership and make the transition easier by being close, which I think it did. But yeah, Izzy had some stomach aches and eventually worked itself out. But so you don't remember, do you remember being excited for your dad? What emotions did you have? Do you remember like spending your time over there? What was it like? Because it was a really long time ago, I don't really remember every detail, but I was, I think I was happy. (laughs) Again, I don't really remember. I just remember, like, being in the moving truck with my grandpa, but then that's about it. But I liked it when we were first there, and yeah, I don't Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, no, the reason when we were going through the questions and she <laughs> and you said, can we just not ask that question because <laughs> I, I don't remember, know. I actually said, no, I want to include it because I want these parents out there who are so concerned for their child's well-being to realize that, hey, look, she doesn't remember. She doesn't even remember that that it was a tough transition 
And so I think that actually that gives you hope. You're a very well adjusted young lady with, <laughs> you know, and that you had a happy upbringing even when there was a little bump in the road. It wasn't a huge ordeal, but the fact that you don't remember, I think is kind of uh, important to share. So cool. Okay. On to number two. What are some things you enjoy about having two homes? Double Christmas. Ooh. That's the best part. Bam. <laughs> Double Christmas. Tell us about Christmas a little bit. It's really fun waking up at one house and then later in the day going to the other house. And it's kind of also fun having like two entirely separate lives. I don't know how to explain it though, but it's just interesting. Tell us more about that. That sounds cool. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> All right. So you get to kind of step into another, I don't know, not person, but like another world. Kind yeah. Of, you know, and, and do that. Like, that's cool. I never thought of it like that. That's cool. And how many grandparents do you have? Tell tell our listeners about the grandparents. <laughs> um, a lot. <laughs> I don't even know how many. There's just, there's a lot. So my parents, and then Yasser's mom, and then your dad's parents, and then Taryn has a few parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Taryn has parents and grandparents, and then... Uh, uh, biological parents mm -hmm. and so you have like all of these parents <laughs> and grandparents how how does that feel it feels kind of nice but it's hard to remember who everybody is <laughs> now speaking of step parents what advice would you give step parents um just be nice to your kids I don't know honestly I think Yasser and Taryn are doing a good job. And, yeah, just be nice. That's, like, the best thing you can do. Be supportive. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of people are newly step-parents. You know, they, like, walk into that situation mm -hmm. and they think, oh, my gosh, like, what if they come in blazing with all these rules and all these, you know, like, how would you suggest to approach being a brand-new step-parent? Well... Don't approach your kid with rules. Kind of ease into it and see how they adjust to you because you want them to warm up to you before you can be like, okay, this is how we're going to start doing things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's very smart. So you're saying the relationship is what matters most, mm -hmm. especially at the beginning. Cool. Okay. Next question. What are some things your parents do? that make you feel supported? Um, I don't know. What do we do that <laughs> makes you know that we are here for you? You just are. I don't, I don't know hmm. how to explain this one. So what does that mean? Like, <laughs> we just are there. Yep. So we're at your performances. Mm -hmm. We are there for you during the day. Mm -hmm. We're there for you at night. Yep. We tell you we want to be there for you. Tell them about your recent conversation with your dad. Because oh. <laughs> I love your answer. Um, honestly, 
It was it was recently <laughs> finals week. <laughs> oh, I can't do this. It's so funny. And I was like, "Is there anything you can do?" And I said, "Yeah, you can um leave me alone." <laughs> <laughs> so basically, your parents support you so much that they come to <laughs> you and ask you what they can do more. That they are like, "What can I do to help you?" Pretty much. And you say, back off. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a lot of people that don't know how to do my math, and oh. you can't really help. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's funny. It just shows he's a good dad. Yeah. And that we all just want to be there for you. Um, you've told me several times that you need moments to adjust after you switch houses because of different rules and vibes. Mm-hmm. Can you explain what that means? Um, having two different houses is just, it's weird because, again, it's like you're living entirely separate lives and switching back and forth. Yeah, you just need time to adjust and be like, okay, I'm here, I'm here now, I'm at this house. And it just takes a minute. You mentioned to me something like, oh, I'm here at my mom's house. I can't just grab chips out of the pantry. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Yes, you can. I don't care. Okay. Whatever you Remember? say. Whatever you say. No, I really don't. Mm-hmm. But, you know. It, sure. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but there's little things like that that are hard to explain. That at one house is totally fine. At another house is not so much. Okay. Or, or, you know, whatever it might be. Yeah. Yeah. So give your kids a little bit of time and be patient and easy on them. Okay. Sometimes it's hard to remember everything you need when you switch houses and items are left at the other home. What advice would you give other kids in this situation? Do your best. Just <laughs> try to remember everything. And if not, you can kindly... Ask your parents, hey, can you uh, go and get my uh, thing that I need? I don't know if it's different for everybody, but you can ask people to go pick it up for you if you can't drive. Mm -hmm. If you can't, just be like, bye, and then go get it. And what advice would you give parents? Um, If your child forgot something, please remind them. There have been many times where I don't even know I've forgotten it until I get a text from one of my parents saying, hey, you need this? I'm like, oh, yeah, I do. Can you please bring it? I don't know. Or to be patient, yeah. right? And be like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, don't be like, oh, my gosh, you forgot this. I can't believe you, you know, stuff like that. Don't do that. Right, yeah. I think you do a really good job. So that's why I wanted advice because I w- are you pretty good with a calendar? Like, uh, no, actually, no. no. <laughs> I just like I think you do pretty well with that. I just do my best to remember because I forget everything. It's honestly grown over the years. I keep forgetting less stuff every <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, you've been better. <laughs> but one one thing that you do do is you basically have two wardrobes. Mm-hmm. You have your clothes at your dad's and your clothes here, and of course they get mixed and matched, which is fine for everybody. But they're you know like I think that that helps. Um, so parents, even when they're young, it's just easier to have solid clothes, shoes, 
coats that are there at each house. Oh, but one thing that's recently um, bothered my stepmother is I keep forgetting to bring slip-on shoes back. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to remember to bring those. And sometimes the two wardrobe thing, it's helpful, but it doesn't always help because like, oh no, I ran out of exercise pants. Now I have to wear jeans. Like, oh darn, you know? Yeah. And you'll have performances. <laughs> you'll that That's mm-hmm. the thing that we have to look at the calendar because you'll have your orchestra performance or your dance performance. So, so when you're switching houses, you have to know, okay, I have to take my uniform. Mm-hmm. Where's my uniform? Where's my shoes? Where's yeah. my Sunday shoes? You know, like this and that. So anyway, yeah. So look at those calendars. Okay. When you're 16, so Izzy is 15 right now. When you're 16 and you're able to drive, do you think anything will change with like the amount of time you're at my house versus your dad's or going back and forth? You know, like, what do you think? I don't think so. I think everything will be normal. Only difference is I can drive. Yeah. So you, but your personality is structural. Like you like a schedule you like structure you you know so you're just going to keep going with with the the thing i guess what my question around this was is what if you have some big long performance and it's close to my house or something and you just want to stay here do you know what i mean like do you feel like your opinion and your situation with you being able to drive will change things I mean, yeah, but I think I do that anyway when I'm here, whether or not my dad will be like, why don't you just stay at your mom's tonight and then come back tomorrow after what you have going on. So I feel like we already do that. So I don't think it'd be much of a change at all. True. Um, I like that we're able, with you getting older, we've been able to adjust with what we think is best for you, right? So, okay, this is an interesting question. One time a dance teacher said to you how hard it must be to have two homes. And you were like, uh, no, it's really not. <laughs> what advice would you give to people who don't understand the situation but want to empathize? Um, it's mainly just, I don't really know. It's different. It's a different situation for everybody. So sometimes it can be really hard and other times you're like, Nah, I'm used to this because it's what I've been doing since I was young. So it's kind of just become a pattern for me to the point where I don't think it's difficult. But Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, and also I really wanted that teacher to stop talking to me. (laughs) (laughs) Because that she really tried to dig into my home life and I did not (laughs) like that. So (laughs) if you're if you're a teacher and you want to connect with their kids, don't ask them questions like that. (laughs) or don't label it as hard or like get the child to label it don't assume things yeah assuming she's just put a label right on there and you were like um no which that's what I love about you okay (laughs) you've mentioned to me before that sometimes with four parents and we've talked a little bit about this already sometimes with four parents it's too much governing and overbearance what can we do to alleviate this um, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of overlooking on one person 
So, uh, maybe don't. <laughs> maybe, I don't know, take turns. This week, you get to worry about Izzy. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. There's That's nothing, really funny. There's nothing really to be done about it, except for, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Just give me some space. <laughs> so the advice you give your dad, yeah, there is one thing you can do to help yeah. back off, yeah, buddy. Some, sometimes... <laughs> He sounded like I was mean. I, really was I not, know, and I'm just I really kidding. was not I'm... being mean. But the best thing you can do. Yeah, give me space if I ask for it. Yeah, okay. Describe each parent and how they've enhanced your life. You want to <laughs> go into how we oh. parent, but maybe like <laughs> what do you learn from each one of us? So describe for a second. Tell our listeners about your stepdad. <laughs> what type of person is he? Um, Yasser's the party dude. He's just very... He can either be really hype or really, don't talk to me, this is serious type of thing. <laughs> but most of the time, he's pretty chill. But he can't be the most restrictive parent mm-hmm. out of everybody. Yeah, I don't really know what else to what say. What about stepmom, Taryn? Um, Taryn's kind of like that random friend who's just who like shows up at your, your door and like, let's go to Target. <laughs> How did she describe you the other day? Uh, oh, she says something like, a "Poor." It's having. It's like having a broke best friend that has bro- to live with you. A broke I don't best know friend. something like that. <laughs> but I thought it was really funny. <clears throat> And yeah, I don't know. It's just hard to explain everybody because I don't know. I'm saying that a lot. <laughs> what about your dad? Uh, my dad is very, very laid back, very chill. What's funny is we have the same sense of humor. So I'll show him a meme and he laughs really hard. And then I'll show it to my mom and she's like, I don't get it. Hey! <laughs> or you just don't laugh. You don't think it's funny. Oh. It's true. <laughs> Izzy describes me as not being a lot of fun, (laughs) just so you know. No, I said you can't take a joke. (laughs) She gets me sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, I'll, like, say something, and she's like, stop being so mean to me. And I'm like, I'm not being mean. Take a joke. What about the good qualities that you (laughs) get from your parents? So you said to be a good person. What else? I don't really know. Maybe we needed to practice this question more. It all forms into being a good person. What about hardworking? Is any any of your parents hardworking at all? All of them in their own way are very hardworking. Mm -hmm. What about devotion to what each, the relationship to each other? For sure. Okay, now I'm feeding her, so I'm going to (laughs) stop. But anyways, I hope that something that was said was helpful to you guys. Just know that you're doing a good job. Like, if you care and if you're worried that you're not being a good enough parent, I think that that is an indication that you are, that you're trying. And anybody that's trying is a good parent. (laughs) So hang in there. Talk to your kids. Talk to your stepkids. Build the relationship. Izzy, thank you so much for being on the show today. You're welcome. And I'm sorry if I was no help. All right, everybody, make it what you want and have a great day. Bye. Hey, y'all, if you made it through that podcast, way to go. (laughs) You know what? I almost bagged this whole thing just because I felt like she 
She just wasn't talking like normal. She was nervous and didn't know exactly what to say. You guys know a 15-year-old girl. Um, but I just wanted to add that it's important for us to allow our children to label their own experience, to have their own emotions about it, for us not to label it. What do I mean by that? Especially at the beginning, I hear so many of my clients and so many people say, this is going to be so hard on my kids. This is going to be terrible for my kids. You know, I almost didn't get a divorce just because the repercussions and this and that. Guess what? You actually do not know that. You don't know that. Allow them to go through it and you do your best to make it a positive experience. Because if you start saying, this is going to be really hard, but I know you can do hard things or, or whatever it is you're putting in their minds, that's what they will believe. So from the get-go with Izzy, and luckily she was super young. But I've always tried to do my best to make it all positive, whether that was when her dad moved to Hawaii and I said, how cool is it that you get to go visit Hawaii? And then when he moved close, how cool is it that he is here, that you get two houses? How awesome is that? I mean, why not? Let's build that and reinforce that because there will be people, there was somebody, some well-meaning individual yesterday who gave her an advancement interview who went into his experience with his daughter and how hard it was for her to have two homes and went on and on and on. And she was just sitting there, <laughs> she told me, Hey, bro, I got a wonderful life. I got a beautiful life. I'm loving it. I got the best life. That's what she told me. And that made me so happy that to her, two homes is the best life. And the funny thing is my other kids have said, I wish I had two homes. <laughs> me and my husband look at each other like, oh, no, 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 you don't. So whatever situation your kids are, whether they have two homes or one home, that's the best situation for them and we're going to do the best that we can with it and we're going to make everything work that way so let's paint that beautiful picture for them always so i just wanted to add that thanks guys for listening have a great day hey thanks for listening everybody if you enjoyed the podcast please write a review subscribe share and if you'd like to do some personal coaching with me hop on over to my website coach emily sanchez dot com.